This episode contains content and strong language that may be unsuitable for the younger viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Oh my um, god, it's a Norwegian horse! No, Mongolian horse. Oh. Welcome to the Heart to Heartland podcast. Here are your hosts. Katie Careers. Hello and welcome back to Heart to Heartland. I'm Izzy. And I'm Shoyna. And we have some exciting season 16 news today that we're going to get to in a couple minutes, but we're going to jump right into the updates now. Yeah. So first of all, Michelle did this Facebook Live with Up TV for because they just uh, started airing seasons season 15 so she was kind enough to do a little live with them and uh, I still haven't watched it my week has been kind of crazy but um I, I think you skimmed through it a little bit I did it was it was a very good interview I really liked it I like I saw bits and parts of it I didn't have time to watch the whole thing but yeah it was good it's yeah. definitely worth a watch yeah uh link in the description and Amber also did another take on favorite Amy moments uh, for Up, Faith, and Family. And this was a scene from season 13, episode 7, where Amy's doing liberty work with Spartan. And she's trying to get him to stand. Okay, back, yeah. The, back, the end, back, yeah. yeah, and he takes a bow. And she mentioned that even just thinking about that got her emotional, even though she's not really emotional person person but um because it's such a beautiful scene and the horse who played a lot of the liberty um training scenes um has since passed away so yeah, yeah. and there was a, another behind the scenes video with the show's sound mixer jesse sanderson and he talked a little bit about what he does and what kind of process making the show is and I, I just always find those interesting because Agreed. It, you see the finished product and you don't always realize wh how much yeah. work goes into all of that. Mm -hmm. And then Greta, who played Soraya, it was on the Ellen Show's Heads Up with her all-American co-star, Samantha Logan. I don't know if she's going to be on the actual show, too. I couldn't find anything online, so that was, we'll find out, because by the time you guys hear this, you'll probably know, but right now, as it sits, we don't know if she's actually going to be interviewed on The Ellen Show, which, so either way, it's cool, but we're not sure right now. Yeah, pretty huge, either way. It is. Yeah. Uh, and then Aiden has new music coming out on June 3rd. Uh, he played the song on his last life so if you want to hear it uh, yes. you can go back and look at that but um yeah that's coming and from what i remember it sounded amazing and i yeah. can't remember can't wait to just like listen to that and yeah repeat it's it's available to stream wherever you guys listen to music like apple spotify yeah um, so remember to stream his new song also better than heaven yeah and then there's um, 
I got some information that Netflix friends might be adding season 14 on June 1st, but because because I'm not in France, I don't know if that, that's yeah. accurate, but if there's anyone from France listening, like, let us know yeah. so we can spread the information. And then by the time you're hearing this episode, unfortunately, this um, um, competition has ended by then, but I just thought it would be interesting to mention that uh, Faith and Family was doing this season 15 custom blanket sweepstakes giveaway. And it's the blanket that you went out of your way to get last year, was it? When was this now? Yeah, yeah, was it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was last fall, I think. You had to pay $300 for it. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's it's great. I love it. So, Yeah, and speaking of competitions or giveaways, uh, there's this competition going. I don't remember what was the time frame, but um, it's from <laughs> BYU TV app. Um, and there's like this merch like shirt and Mackie's cup and like this horse and this um journal with autographs and um I've seen this stuff before and it's not official so it was made by a fan and but they're giving it out as official because I don't know. I guess they just want to have like a <laughs> moment. Um, yeah, so the giveaway closes May 26th, uh, 11.59 Mountain Time. Um, it's open to the U.S. only, it says. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so guys, don't be fooled. This is not official merch. I mean, it's nice, um, but it's not official. Yeah, like, we definitely entered, like, obviously, but, like, what's the part that's just wild to me is that they, like, found this unlicensed, maybe even copyrighted merch, Hmm. and then sold it, or, sorry, and then trying to give it away as, you know, autographed merch. It's not, and Michelle Morgan's autograph is quite likely on there twice, just like it is on the copyrighted versions online, so. Yeah, and I'm I'm starting to suspect maybe none of these autographs are real, because Amber does a very, her autograph is very specific, and it's been like that for years. The only time I have ever seen her sign something like this, and I can, I'm going to make sure to link it somewhere. In, in the description that she used when she would do uh, events like the Canadian Screen Awards and she would show up and people would swarm her with autographs she would sign very fast and that's where that signature came from I know exactly where you can find it too there's um, so that's where that came from so I'm not doubting that she, she that she didn't sign like that did she sign this piece of paper no could they have gotten a real $10 autograph on her website. Yeah. And 
I, I think we're gonna need like a specialist to analyze <laughs> the autographs, but um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny, but it's interesting. So to enter, you you comment your favorite character on their Instagram post and tag a fellow Heartland fan and like the post. Um, so you commented on that, yeah, and and you and you tagged. Uh, um michael weinberg in it because he doesn't like when people use unlicensed merch yeah. cough get licensed merch cough mm -hmm. and to which byu tv commented to you thanks for tagging a fellow heartland fan <laughs> that that could not have been more humbling honestly yeah. um because um yeah i just wanted to bring it to michael weinberg's attention that uh they're doing this and they thought i was like uh giving a heads up for a fellow fan i mean i guess in a way he could be but um yeah um and like i even commented on that post i commented something like just to let you guys know this isn't real merch and i wasn't even saying that towards them i was saying that to the fans in the comments who were thinking they were about to hit the jackpot like yeah. sorry to burst your bubble but this stuff isn't real my comments been deleted. Interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anywho. Um, Greg Lawson is gonna be at the Herb Division Expo in uh in Anaheim, California on tenth till twelfth of June twelfth. Did I say that right? Well, anyways. Yeah. And in the last episode I talked about the convention at in france uh torrance is also going to be there and the convention in scotland they have melanie scruffano and tim resin who were all guest stars or on the show so i thought i'd mention that as well yeah. and then <laughs> the mystery of season 16 continues because simon dakin that we talked about in the last episode that he posted the official logo for season 16. And then on last Friday, uh, not the Friday, you're hearing this like the before, right? But before the that, 20th. yeah, he posted pictures from the studio because they had a meeting there. Um, and not too long after those photos were gone, the logo was gone, his email signature was gone. Like, I hope the CBC sniper didn't get to him because I've been loving his posts. So, yeah, yeah honestly, so how I'm just this just happened when you hear this when we're filming this. This just happened when you hear this, it's gonna be like a week late. <gasps> Surprise, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but uh yeah um and then uh, shay did like, a little interview with another podcast where he revealed that um season 16 is gonna have 15 episodes so i don't know like what to believe at, at this point CBC needs to rein it in a little bit just a little bit because we have nolan talking about it for like two months we have Simon's been telling everybody everything about season 16. Um, and then, not to mention, Heartland on Facebook literally said yesterday, 
We do not know if there's another season. Stop embarrassing yourselves, you guys. Yeah, and I don't know. Are you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed? Did they really? Yeah. Okay, but like, where else has it been confirmed, though? Like, like Every, the everywhere. Union, <laughs> the fucking union has Actra has said it, and I think their insurance has also posted about it too. I don't remember what it's called, but Nolden's talked about it on radio. Yeah. Um. And then what was the other thing? And then Simon obviously has been talking about it for the, a couple of years. The writers have talked about it. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what's the hold up. And um, our last update, actually, um, uh, if we read this right, uh, a guy called Jared Blake has been cast for season 16. So I don't know what yeah. he's going to do all summer. I know. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, a few weeks ago, we made a post on our Instagram, um, your guys' thoughts on the character of Tim Fleming. So we're going to quickly go through those comments and then dive into it. Uh, first comment is from Lavender Rig. Don't like Tim at all. Haven't seen that much growth over the last 15 seasons. He's still a narcissist and acts like he's 16 instead of a father and grandfather. He doesn't belong at Heartland and should never have become a central character. Chris should stay behind the camera. I've watched every episode many times and fast forward through all his scenes. Yeah. Then Lisa Ken Forever says, love all the scenes everyone mentioned here. Two scenes without dialogue that still give me goosebumps are the ones on Marion's grave in season three and season 11. And they also said, by the way, so much look forward to your episode on Tim. Uh, they continue to say, when I first started watching Heartland, Tim wasn't in many scenes, but caught my attention nevertheless. He obviously had a temper, a dark past, and many flaws, but I saw such potential in his character. So for many seasons, being a Tim fan was a very lonely and frustrating thing. I'm happy that the writers allowed growth in a realistic way while keeping him flawed. I have so many favorite scenes and wouldn't know where to start. I just love all the Jack and Tim scenes and how far they've come. My favorite Tim pairing is with Jessica. I feel like they are equivalent partners and their different backgrounds keeps it interesting and they have real chemistry. I was a fan of Casey for a long time, but looking back, it seems like she wasn't all in with Tim. And quotation uh, sorry in parentheses it says not wanting to move in with him pressuring him to take the texas job maybe also because tim was never completely honest with her about his past only if he had no choice addiction janice tumor scare marion with jessica it feels like he's willing to show his vulnerable sides some people felt like the wedding was rushed but don't forget that they both experienced serious health scares and they got to know each other pretty well on their lengthy travels yeah then elodie Schubert said tim 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 there's a lot to say about him i think i love him as much as i hate him one moment he's there has feelings comparison and the next moment he becomes unbearable and you just want to tell him to f off uh but in the end heartland wouldn't be the same without tim fleming I always love the moments with Jack. I remember one moment in particular that always comes back to me and makes me laugh. It was when Tim's herd of cows had been stolen and who went to the police with Jack. At first, it's Jack who stops Tim from breaking everything and then it's the other way around. I especially like the moment when Jack gets back in the car. 
Agreed. And Mary Catherine said, I have mixed feelings about Tim. He used to be the character I would always say was my least favorite. He probably still is out of the main characters, but I don't dislike him as much as I used to. For me, I think the turning point in absolutely disliking him was probably when he talked to Jade after she was going she was going to go on a date with the guy from the rodeo school. Then I love how he encouraged Lou to crash Mitch's wedding. That was probably when I noticed that I did still kind of like Tim. I ship him with Jessica so hard. She changed him in a good way and you can really see it. I was really starting to like him until he made the comment implying that he believed rumors that Logan was robbing people's ranches. Now I'm going back to not knowing how I feel about his character. Although he is impulsive and makes rude comments at times, I really like how he cares for the people that he loves. Yeah. Then Time Aborzazi said, Tim is such a colorful and interesting and hilarious character. He has his flaws and strengths like everyone else and he can be challenging and some of the things he says or does makes you roll your eyes, but his heart is in the right place and he loves his family. Absolutely love his relationship with Jack. My favorite thing in the entire show. They've come a long way. I ship him with Jessica. I did like him with Casey, but that ship has has sailed. Jessica understands him. They actually listen to each other. There are a lot of favorite scenes with Tim. Loved it when he went into Caleb's cabin after his accident. Loved the empathy belly. Loved when he got the big trailer to get Will's horses. Loved when he went to Mongolia with Amy and his talk with the shaman. Loved the scene when Ty was in the hospital and he questioned Bob. That was everything I was thinking. Catching the skunk with Mitch when Jack chased him around the hay. Marion's 10-year memorial ride. How he talked to Peter and Ty about his regrets. Oh boy, there's so many. I loved him. Uh, Stephanie said, honestly, I've grown to really love his character over the years. Sure, he has moments where I want to slap some sense into him, but Jack thankfully does that for me most of the time. The show would be so boring without Tim, so it's safe to say he's definitely needed. His growth over the seasons is honestly one of my favorite things about the show and how far he's come with Jack. I mean, he called Jack his best friend. Like some have said, I did ship him and Casey at first, but once she left and Jessica came into the picture, I couldn't help but fall in love with that pairing. They balance each other out perfectly. There are way too many favorite Tim moments, wearing the fake pregnancy belly after he got shot was constantly ringing the bell for help. The soft and emotional scenes between him and his daughters, I'm a sucker for those. Yeah, then aim. M.H. Kindly 12 said, I love Tim. He doesn't get the credit I wish he would get. And yes, he can be difficult, but love his character. He made me laugh so hard when Amy gave birth. He was so freaked out. No context, Heartland said, I love Tim as a character, but I would want to punch him in the face sometimes if I knew him in real life. He is so interesting and his flaws and strengths make a lot of sense, so I love to see how he responds to things. I ship him with Jessica primarily. I used to with Casey before Jessica came along, and his relationship with Jack is also one of the favorites on the entire show. Also, just like, give me the angst of his background with Lou and Amy. I mean, I hope I'm saying that right. I love angst, and yeah. I love how far those relationships have come along since he came back into their lives, and Stephanie agrees to that. Yeah. Amber Marshall fans said, Chris does a great job making fans crazy as to whether we love him or hate him. I tend to get frustrated with Tim a lot, but that's who his character is. Agreed. 
Uh, Berga Bode said, I liked him with Jessica. He's easier to love now, but I loved him with Casey. She called him on his crap. He was very difficult during that time. And they continued, I love when Ty was sick in the hospital from Mongolia and Amy told him she was nine months pregnant, would tell him what she needed and that was for him to leave. Yeah. Then HL Horses said, I loved him. He's such an interesting character. Yes, he, he can be annoying and stupid sometimes, but a lot of the times it's just his way of showing he cares. He's also super funny. I ship him with Casey primarily. I like him and Jessica, but there was just something about how she handled their relationship and his bullshit and that <laughs> they had the rodeo in common. I had, uh, sorry, I know I have tons of favorite lines and moments. I just can't think of them all. Him singing in season 15, him and the skunk, Chris's delivery of how he was specifically 601 acres, uh, him and the maternity belly, and when he destroyed destroyed Jack's demonstration of a gattle tribe with toy figures. I know yeah. there's... <laughs> I know there's way more. I just can't think of them. I'm pretty satisfied with his arc. As you can see, he definitely matures just at a much lower pace than the rest of the characters. And this pose is probably one of our like like biggest posts because people yeah. kept commenting and commenting and oh, we yeah. were like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So thank you all for commenting. And I have, like, so many thoughts circling through my head right now. Mm -hmm. But to start it off, Nina, what do you think of, like, Tim as a whole character? And, and what are your thoughts on his background or lack thereof in this case? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, again, how much time do we have? <laughs> um, <laughs> Take it away. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tim, um, I think all of the comments that said we love to hate Tim nailed it. Because, like... I, I really liked him, to be mm -hmm. honest. Like, he is one of the most fascinating characters yeah. on the show, I think, to me. Um, and I think part of the reason why some people don't like him is because it took so long for him to kind of have an actual arc and mature. But I really like the way that they did it anyway. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. the fact that they took so long to do it and he kind of had to watch the rest of the family kind of grow and change um, and just kind of have a moment of re reflection and realize he hadn't really grown and changed. At least that's what's, how it's playing out in my mind. Um, I just think it was really well done. So um, I liked him a lot. I, I've always liked him. Um, you know, I think especially, you know, you go back to season one and you kind of watch season one and think about, okay, he was really kind of quiet and just like very apologetic and kind of like coming back into their lives really quietly and slowly sorry my cat is like attacking oh i thought it was the weather because there's a storm <laughs> right That's now and I'm like is it thundering this chair can you come here please get it's okay we love cats yeah the cat loves tim tim yeah too much. the cat yeah. has thoughts <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i didn't realize you could hear him would you okay, you I seriously cry? thought it was the weather. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on out there? No, it's just this little monster. Okay. It's raining cats and dogs. It is. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah. I lost my train of thought. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, weird note, but that cat literally looks like Jessica Steen's cat. 
<laughs> like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'll send you a picture. Oh my god, oh my god Percy. Please send you a this is Percy. I'm sorry, I'm taking a picture. The resident chaos. Um oh my gosh. Okay, starting over. I loved him. <laughs> I really do. I I I love character development and I love growth because I think sometimes and sometimes I think if you see too much character growth in like a season or over a couple of seasons it doesn't seem to stick as well and I think that's why I love the fact that they took so long with Tim it was because we've known Tim now for 15 16 years <laughs> and like in that time it took a long time for him to change but when he mm. did change I feel like it was really powerful, you know? Um, honestly, the biggest change I think for me came with his cancer scare. And I really love that they did that for that character because, you know, this whole time he's been walking around being kind of this tough guy and thinking he can kind of muscle his way through everything. And if he needed to, he could be a bully, you know, going back to, you know, season 10, like, why do you think you can bully everybody around? And that's when he was feeling really insecure and really afraid. Um, mm -hmm. That was how he would respond when he felt like he needed to, to step in and try and take control, or if he felt like he needed to um, just fix something, right? Like he's, he's the kind of guy that comes in and tries to muscle his way in when he's feeling like things are out of control, because that's how he feels more secure about it. I think he's the kind of guy that needs to have that kind of level of security and needs to feel like he's in control of the situation. And so when it was his own body that was essentially going against him and taking that that control away and there wasn't really anything he could do, um, God, like what a perfect thing to have happened to have him really turn introspective and kind of change his whole worldview. Because I think, I mean, obviously after that, um, we see a lot of crazy things happening. You know, we see him selling Big River. We see him um, becoming very just kind of mild and, and wanting less and needing less. Yeah. Um, and then for God's sake, we see him get married to Jessica and go and get married in Peru on top of a mountain. And like, <laughs> suddenly he's this guy that's like, everything's chill. Everything's fine. Like he comes home and Jack is like, hey, we need to talk business. And for once, Tim's the one who's like, nah, we're good. Like I chill. Just back, <laughs> like I just, I just got back. Let's talk about business later. And Jack was like, what? Um, and yeah. I think, I think that development makes it even though it took so many seasons, I think that was really brilliant on the part of the writers because we've known Tim for so long and it just, it makes that change more impactful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I honestly, the people who say that he's a narcissist or that he's just like this horrible, selfish character, they're not watching the same show that yeah. we're watching, honestly. Like, I, I don't want to directly call anybody out, but like, you can't really think that after watching the show for so long because yeah. yeah he can be a jackass he can be a jerk he can be really just yeah. abrasive and and tumultuous and impulsive mm -hmm. but I think that makes him a really human character and you also see the moments like a lot of the commenters were saying you see the moments where he's like yeah. genuinely such an incredible guy and such a great dad to the girls and um, you know, it seems like he's forever 
trying to make up for something, you know, trying to make up for those 10 years that he wasn't in his daughter in his daughter's lives by going above and beyond for them. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always work out. It's not always, you know, he always thinks he's doing the right thing. He's not always doing the right thing because it, it, he, he, he screws up. Um, yeah, but the narcissist to... comment was just kind of like out of nowhere because I, he, he's a lot of things, but he's not a narcissist because narcissists won't take accountability for their actions and they won't see any fault in themselves. But I don't see that in Tim. Like maybe in not the moment all. he'll be like, like yeah, I'm right or whatever. But he'll come back around. Like for example, um, when he punched the Grady in season fifteen. But he just he came around and he owned up to his mistakes. Like that's yeah. not something a narcissist would do. Well, and also he used to get really defensive about like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I know I wasn't here for my girls for 10 years. Like, why are you bringing this up? Why are you bringing up this baggage? And then um, the second to last episode of season 15 with the endurance race and he notices Logan is avoiding his dad's calls. He's like, kid, you know, I screwed up. I was not there. And I wish to God that, you know, I had changed that. And I guarantee that your dad is also regretting the mistakes that he has made you need to talk to him and like he doesn't know this kid and like the one commenter said he was just accusing him of stealing from heartland like a couple weeks ago like what um but the fact that he came back in and was like hey as a guy who has fucked up royally sorry i don't know if i can say that as a guy who has screwed up royally um i guarantee that your dad is also beating himself up and that you should talk to him about this and like the way that he was just so open and direct about the fact that he really regretted everything that he did and really regretted the fact that he had that distance and you know just that whole scene just completely blows my mind because there were times where he was really defensive and didn't want to talk about it and didn't want to be like oh that's in the past but now he's like no I have to talk about it I have to be upfront with it because it's it's something that weighs on me otherwise Um, the accountability is finally there you know like he's not mm -hmm. denying it and he's not defensive about it anymore especially with with his alcoholism too that he could get um yeah i wanted to add add to that whole point about the brain tumor whatever it was like to think uh his attitude like before like he's this rodeo guy who's been through like all kinds of accidents and all that kind of stuff and he's like i'm i'm beatable like i'm such a man like and then he has the big accident that you know leads to him using um pills or whatever and he's like i can fix this like i'm in control and like yeah i can handle this and then at some point he notices notices that oh no, it's, I'm not in control. Like these pills or booze is, you know, all of that is in control. Like I need to stop and get in control in my own life. And to kind of like, he goes through that and he's like, okay, I'm back in control. And then this shadow in his brain happens and it's back to like, I'm not in control. Like, what can I do? Like, there's no pill to you know get rid of this or like I need to figure something else out and I think that's just nice to kind of see how he's evolved in that kind of situation as well he's dealt with a lot of things externally that have happened to him you know he had the accident he had the gunshot wound he you know has fallen off of horses but it's all stuff that has happened to him 
that has been by an external force and he's muscled his way through it. Yeah. But the shadow in his brain is something internal, like physically there, but also internally that dealing with it. Um, and I think it's just such a, like I could go for hours about it and, mm -hmm. and just talk about how significant that is, that he couldn't muscle his way. He couldn't get angry. He couldn't just, you know, oh, I'm going to ring my bell and have someone bring me food and it'll be fine. Like, you know, like yeah. he couldn't do anything about it. Um, and it put him in a state of feeling really powerless because I mean, he's an incredibly insecure individual, I think. And, you know, he really had to face up to the fact that he is not going to be able to muscle his way through this one. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not going to have, he's not going to be able to just grit his teeth and bear it, pour the alcohol down the drain and keep going. This was yeah. something that he had to face head on. Um, but I will say, I think the accountability was always there because when um Miranda came back in was it season four where he first found out yeah mm -hmm. season four where he found out that um he had Shane he was dating Janice and like immediately after uh Miranda came back and was like I have a son like one of the next cut scenes is him telling Janice shit I have a kid mm -hmm. like I don't know what to do about that mm -hmm. um and to me, that's a level of accountability because what guy wants to go to their girlfriend and be like, so, um, especially go Janice, like Janice was like, Janice, who, like, yeah, he even yeah. admitted that he's scared of Janice. <laughs> so, okay. wow. Yeah. So he's always been in his own backwards kind of way accountable. He hasn't always done it right. Um, yeah. and he screws up a lot, but there's just something about him that I think is so very human mm -hmm. and so very real. And maybe that's what people don't like about him is because he learns and then he also makes the same mistakes again. Yeah. And that's just, that's something that everybody does. Yeah. It's human you know, and nature. he's not this, you know, perfectly arced character. I would say his character arc has kind of gone up and down and changed and changed shape and changed colors and kind of like gone backwards and forwards and up and down. Uh, and maybe that's where people kind of have that struggle with him. They're like, oh, he never learns. I'm like, no, he does. He's just yeah. human and he screws up. Yep. I, it's so weird how there's so much hate for the characters that are the realist. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I don't know. That's, that's interesting for sure. Yeah. I've always wondered, like, why don't I have a problem with him? Because in a way he's like, he does these like wrong things and says wrong stuff or like kind of mm. harsh sometimes but at the same time i don't hate him or i don't have a problem with yeah. him i just think he's very interesting and <laughs> layered and real and uh, honest and i i don't know there's something about that that kind of hits really strongly for me and i don't know he can he can be a hard ass but he's never cruel you know yeah. he's never he's never outright just mean to be mean I think like he can be he can be really he yeah. can be a jerk but like there's always like an underlying reason for it because yeah. it, like, he doesn't not a lot he doesn't necessarily mean it because it's um like how he took out like for example beginning of season 11 when he found out he was sick or whatever and he started becoming angry he wasn't necessarily angry at them he was angry at the world he was angry at he was scared. what he was going through mm -hmm. he was in pain yeah. exactly so that's the other thing to look at that um, 
sometimes people say things and they're saying it because they're hurting, not because they mean it or because it's true. So he's, he got very good at being introspective too. And he got really good at seeing other people uh, for what they were dealing with. Because mm -hmm. at the beginning of season 14, when they go on the cattle drive with Quinn, he calls Jack out for being mean. He's yeah. like, the Jack I know is never mean. You are being mean to Quinn. And Jack was like, well, he screwed up. Da, 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 da. And Tim's like, no, you know, that's on us, right? Like we're in charge of this. Those missing cows are because we didn't do something right. Don't yeah. be mad at Quinn because he's not the one you're mad at. You're mad yeah. that Ty isn't here anymore. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like what? <laughs> like what a 180 for yeah. Tim, because he's always been like, I'm angry and I don't really know why, but suddenly he's turning around and he's telling, he's telling Jack to lay yeah. off and telling Jack like hey the this is why you're pissed it, it completely it, like, swapped roles because for completely. so long it was jack doing that for tim and yeah. then it was like probably the first time we've ever seen tim be the calm cool collected adult and jack being the mean one but once again for underlying reasons but yeah yeah agreed. oh yeah but like it's incredible like i i don't know how you can watch a scene like that and and not yeah. at least appreciate the fact that tim yeah. has changed agreed for sure. Yeah. And I think uh, I remember when I was watching that episode um, with the cattle drive and Quinn and I was like, whoa, like Jack's really mean. But then yeah. I then I remembered he was kind of like that with Ty in the first mm -hmm. season. And I think some of that was because, you know, Ty's death and, you know, all that kind of dealing with that and then going back to kind of the start of them. But at the same time, season one jack didn't have tim back yeah. then in the same way that he has now so it was interesting yeah. to kind of see what yeah. if if season one jack and season 14 tim would meet like that that's the scene that happened oh my god Ooh. yeah Ooh. that's so weird to think about what oh, man because like you can really see the difference if you if, yeah when you could like that yeah. yeah. Well, and even in the first season when they meet up with Tim on the cattle drive, like Tim is just outright nice to Tim yeah. to, to sorry to Ty and Jack. Like he's he's not yeah, he pokes at he pokes at Jack. He does. He pokes the bear. Mm. And like, yeah, he gets beat up for it, rightly so. <laughs> but like he's still like, hey, he still came back to try and find them and he's like, Are you guys yeah. okay? He wasn't trying to really you know, I think it was Jack was kind of acting like, oh, you're trying to show me up, but, like, mm. I don't think that ever really crossed Tim's mind. He genuinely went out and was like, hey, are you guys okay? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and just was never outright, I mean, he was, he was poking at him, for sure. For but, sure, yeah. Like, but, but I think at that point, even his presence was enough to kind of oh, yeah. piss off yeah. Jack. Yeah. So. I, I love that idea, though. The season 14 Tim with season one jack like what what would have been different yeah because yeah. that's incredible to think about well wow what about his 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 relationships not like um uh, romantic relationships but like jay georgie um what do you think about those relationships he has with those characters and the growth that he's shown during them right right you know, like I think Jade always right, stands I, out the most for me when it comes to Tim. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. I'm sorry. I also had a thought about Quinn Go for it. and Jack and Tim. I think what's interesting about Jack um, being so mean to Quinn is that I think he was thinking about the first time that Ty went on the cattle drive, but he was also seeing how different Quinn was from Ty. Mm. And I think that was also making him really mad. And I think that is also what <laughs> yeah. Tim picked up on, which sure. to me is just Sorry, I just had to throw that out there because no, you're just, right. I'd like that whole right. like the <laughs> selfie thing. Like that would have set oh, yeah. me off the edge too. Honestly. <laughs> oh yeah. So, oh god, agreed. Yeah, and like the fact that Quinn was so eager to please, and like Ty was not. Ty was like, yeah, yeah. Who are you guys? <laughs> like you're like, I don't yeah. even want to be here. So like, yeah, what's the problem? Um, yeah. But oh my gosh, uh, Tim and and Jade. Wow. <laughs> like, it's almost like he got a second chance with having a daughter and yeah. going through the teenage years because, yeah. like, obviously it's not, it's not the same, but God, what a great mentor he was to her. And that scene after she's essentially like propositioned by that janky teenage boy who was like, let's go down to the quarry and make out, which is like, that's all you want to do, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, he really just steps up and sits with her and makes her feel better. And I love that he never, like, he never blamed her. He never like, well, what were you doing in the car? What, mm-hmm. what did you think was going to happen? He was more like, no, guys suck. Like they suck. And yeah. I can't believe that that happened. And I'm sorry, but you know, it's, he never once kind of takes this approach of being like, oh, well, you shouldn't have done this in the first place, which I think you could have expected from Tim at that point. Yeah. You know, like you could have, if he had said that, that probably wouldn't have been too out of character for him. But yeah. even then, you know, before season eight of Heartland, he's not victim blaming. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh my God, this happened yeah. and this is awful and I'm sorry. Yeah, um, that really won me over with yeah. with the relationship. I was like, Damn, like that's exactly what Jade needed to hear, and yeah. I, I just like love that it was Tim saying it because you know. Well, we yeah. and we also know that she doesn't really have that father figure in her life, so yeah. she, like, how do you know if you've never been, if you've never had it? So yeah. she, that was probably her first, that character's first time ever having that kind of connection, maybe mm-hmm. with a male role model. So I think they both do each other equally good. Yeah, and I think in season 10, when Jade's all excited about, you know, going this trip with his, with her dad, and Tim's like, oh, okay, fine, you can have a few days off from work, because he knows that that kind of relationship. Yeah. And then at the barn um, at Heartland, when Jade's acting kind of crumpy, he's like, okay, what's going on? What's what's with you and he listens and lets her talk and she has that safety in that conversation and i i just love that scene yeah yeah oh god that's such a heartbreaking one too um and then when he gets that news about the shadow and and he's working with the health stuff the first that he you know he doesn't tell jade which you know probably wasn't the best decision but he's immediately trying to make sure that she's going to be okay yeah. Because I think he worries that she won't be unless he sets her up for success. Like he pushes her to go to college in Texas. He pushes her to get that scholarship because he wants her to be okay and like yeah. be set up for the future. Um, 
and just like takes it upon himself to make sure that that happens because either he doesn't trust that it's going to happen or he knows that he's the only one who can. Um, but like, you kind of wonder like, oh, why is he doing, why is he doing it? And then it comes out, oh, he's doing it because he's really worried about what's going to happen next. Like yeah. he's terrified of what's coming. So he wants to make sure that she's going to be okay. Um, yeah. Cause he's kind of like fast forwarding their relationship of what, it could have been if they had more time because in his mind yeah. he's like i'm i'm gonna you know die yeah. soon or something so yeah 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 and it's like i just i love their dynamic i really do um yeah <laughs> and i'm thinking about i'm trying to remember with the with the whole sponsorship that jade right. and caleb got oh Wasn't yeah he pretty he was pissed about that and he was like no yeah. it's not a good yeah. idea and it just it, it just goes to show that he, on one hand, he comes across as like, oh, you have to win. You have to push hard. But he's like, but don't, don't compromise your morals. Don't yeah. go, don't present yourself as something that you're not yeah. and don't sell yourself short. Like you yeah. can do this because you're damn good at what you do and you don't have to, you know, wear tiny little short shorts to prove it. Yep. Um, and I feel like <laughs> Tim that's also- femin Tim's a feminist <laughs> icon. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, the man's not a feminist icon. I mean, to be yeah. honest. Like, like, he really is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm even like, in season 10, doesn't he say something like, I'm all about the female issues these days or yeah. whatever? <laughs> I'm all about women and their issues these days. Um, what do you guys think? I, I know we talked a little bit about Jack already, but do you think the relationship between Jack and Tim was needed to kind of give him that redemption arc sort of, or would he have been able to get that with other characters? Because I feel like the, with, with them, uh, it's kind of the, in the center of their relationship. Like, do you think, cause I, I feel like, yeah, he has this like relationship with Amy and Lou now, but not in the same way that he has with Jack. And because some, uh, sometimes I feel like it's Tim's redemption or whatever you want to call it is kind of sold through Jack's opinion about him. Because I know the audience kind of, you know, uh, loves Jack so much that they kind of go with whatever he's feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think people tend to forget that Tim broke Jack's heart too when he left. I think, you know, obviously he was angry because Tim broke Marion's heart and left his daughters and obviously, but like you always hear him in the first few seasons. Oh, he's my ex son-in-law. Yeah. And like that to me just rings out, like he's always emphasizing that because he's showing that it ended and that I feel like that emphasis on that ending shows that he's really upset about it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think Tim was at first almost like a son to Jack and we don't know what their relationship was like prior to season one, but through context, I think Tim leaving really, really hurt Jack deeply. Um, and he put on most, I mean, more or less, I mean, that he was mostly angry about him hurting his daughter, but I think there was genuine deep hurt at that loss of the relationship there. Um, 
and probably a little bit of now that we've learned more about Jack and how he was with his father, um, almost like a sense of betrayal and like this sense of like, oh my God, he's acting just like my dad. Um, and it can't happen like this. And mm -hmm. just this whole devastation that he definitely needs Jack's redemption to, to continue on because that was a relationship. That was another very hurt family member, someone who loved him a lot, um, that needed mm -hmm. to be healed and fixed. So absolutely he needed Jack. Um, yeah. And I think that's really overlooked sometimes at how hurt Jack was. Yeah. yeah. I think it was very hard for him. Yeah. What about um, his son-in-laws in a way? I mean, uh, Peter, Ty, uh, I guess Mitch, you know, a little bit as yeah. well. <laughs> like, like he gave uh, Peter the general nickname and then uh, Mitch was trooper and all that. Like, what do you think about that? dynamic like the protective side of Tim of, you know his daughters and all that like any oh, thoughts typical dad thinking no one's going to be good enough for his daughters like yeah. to me that like was he over the top sometimes oh yeah absolutely was he over the top for Tim no <laughs> I don't think that tracks yeah oh, my God. I think that tracks um yeah. it's funny because like it's almost like not giving Ty a nickname, thinking about that. It's kind of like, it's like he, yeah, well, but it's like, it's like he always knew that Ty was good enough or like he, he knew, to think he knew that Ty was going to die. So he's like, what's the point? <laughs> he's like, what's the point? It's fine. Like, eh. But uh, didn't Jack say when Mitch was like, well, oh, he keeps calling me this like trooper nickname or whatever. He said like, he, it was this horse that, you know, it's a sign of respect or something like that. I yeah. think. But he sure it, hated him though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I think he also respected Mitch in a way, even though, you yeah. know, he was just pretty harsh with him sometimes as well but i i don't know if that ever was the case with peter even though you know yeah i think he saw peter making mistakes that he him that he was relating to his own mistakes it wasn't the same thing it wasn't leaving because of alcohol and pills it was leaving because of a job which i think was still putting something external before his family and i think that's where he was really hard on peter where he was like no you are going to fuck this up like, mm. you're screwing this up, and you need to stop. You need to put Lou first, because that's what she deserves. And then also, you need to realize that you're going to regret not doing this later on. Yeah. And, you know, strike me down. Tim was right. <laughs> like, yeah. he did regret it. He did put everything else first, and then he regretted it. And he spent yeah. years chasing Lou and trying to get her back mm. um, and trying to rebuild their family. So, you know, I think a lot of that was just stemming from the fact that he saw someone else doing what he did by putting something else before his family and the family that they love. Mm -hmm. It was even the parallel with them having two daughters and like the daughters being like 10 years apart in age. Like the parallel there is crazy. Like, let's mm -hmm. think about that for a second. Yeah. Um, and so I think he was just really seeing his own mistakes playing out in front of him, even though not the same mistakes, but the same pattern, Similar the same at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the same response. Yeah. Know? something else before the family when he needed to put family first. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about uh, Tim's relationship with Caleb? Like, what do you think about that? Do you think he has this like father-son type of relationship, or is it strictly business? Or like, any thoughts about that? Because you know, Caleb's, uh, you know, he he he's a particular character in a way. Because, you know, Caleb was idolizing Tim and, you know, he was like, oh, my God, it's Tim Fleming. And he was like, oh, who is this dumbass? <laughs> Caleb has changed a lot, too, though. Yeah. Like, he was at first kind of brought in. Sorry, I'm going to throw a pillow at my cat. Stop. Love that um, for you. <laughs> so Caleb has changed a lot. And I feel like that has to be kind of mentioned when talking about their relationship because season two, when we first introduced Caleb, he's obviously designed to be a foil to Ty. You know, he's supposed to be the suave cowboy. Um, and he's supposed to be like this very like smooth talking ladies, man, like how you doing, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but, um, and then when he meets Tim for the first time, he's really like calm and collected. He's like, how you doing, sir? Like, you, you know, come watch me ride, do this. And he's like, oh, um, kind of like standing up for Tim when there was a scene where I think Amy was jumping Storm in season two. And Ty was like, oh, the ground is really like crappy. Yeah. Like she shouldn't be jumping in this. And he was like, oh no, cowboy rides in any kind of weather, any condition, whatever mm -hmm. he says. And Tim's like, oh yeah, like spoken like a true cowboy. And Caleb's like, that's right, that's right. Like, I said that to me, I said that. Um, and then like, you know, 10 seasons later, he's like, hi, Tim, how you doing? What's going on? Hi, I'm really excited to work with you. I can't wait to be your best friend. I'm going to change everything that you like about your business, but it's going to be great anyway. Hi. You know, it's like, he's gone from being this very, like, I think he was intended, like, supposed to be kind of this really suave character and kind of like smooth talking. And then someone who had a stroke of genius realized, no, we need to throw that out the window and make him just this complete goofball, which I think is way better uh, for yeah. the show as a whole. Yeah. But it's interesting to talk about that kind of front that he was putting with Tim at first and trying to act all cool and confident. Yeah. Um, and then he actually becomes confident yeah. and he doesn't have to be cool for it. You know, he can say when Tim came back from his honeymoon, yeah, I digitized everything and it works. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You know, well. um, no, I'm not just going to put the kids on Bronx and have them ride until it's, you know, midnight and they're exhausted and can't stand anymore. No, I'm also going to talk about, you know, sports psychology and like yeah. putting their mind and their body yeah. together to work in, you know, just being, becoming confident versus, just pretending to be because I don't think yeah. he was at all in season two yeah. if that makes sense so yeah I don't even know if I would put it as a father-son relationship it's different it's unique like yeah mentors. like it's, yeah that's they're, they're, more they're like co-workers they're um, yeah fr friends I don't know um acquaintances yeah it's almost like um Almost like an uncle and a nephew, you know, like yeah. or like son, people like, who like yeah, people who call someone their uncle or their aunt, even though they're not. They just that's yeah. kind of like that kind of vibe, yeah. I'm and kind of mentorish and kind of yeah. like I want to be like Tim, but then also like recognizing Tim's flaws. Um, yeah, but I it's, it's different. But I love in season three when Caleb is like suddenly taking all those pain pills. 
And Tim is like, you are going to destroy your life if you keep doing this and you need to wake up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think that was one of the first scenes where I was like, I liked him a lot. I like him a lot because Mm -hmm. that also took guts. We don't really talk about, I don't really think there was a lot of discussion about what happened with Tim aside from, from his perspective before that, you know, like we had Jack telling the girls, oh, he was on pills and I kicked him out and blah, 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 blah. And then there was little talk of like, oh yeah, I wasn't here for a while. But like that scene is kind of the first time we hear Tim acknowledge the mistakes that he made. And I think that's really powerful and impactful. And I, I kind of wish that they had drawn on that a little bit more because it really is the first time we hear it from his, his perspective. And he's scared for Caleb. Like he's terrified for Caleb. And that's why, again, he's being a bully. He's being rude. He's like being a big guy and trying to rough him around and be like, you need to snap out of it because he's scared that Caleb's about to do the same thing that he did. Um, And I don't even think by then they were super close. They were still kind of working together and in the same, you know, circles. But I mean, Tim didn't have to go in and step in like that, but he did because he cared and because he was afraid of what was happening with Caleb. So they're, I love their relationship. I think they're great together as partners. I think they're great together as not even friends, but just working together. It's just, it works. It works. Yeah, yeah, I, I love um, the scene with them in a truck. I can't remember which season it was, but Tim was like, "Do you hear yourself from Caleb?" And <laughs> he's Caleb's like, "I like, tend to fade, fade in and out." <laughs> yeah, it's like that's that's them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's I think that's five fourteen. That it's time for Tim thing, and Caleb jumps into his truck and. And he says, yeah. and then he says, oh, and then yeah. he's like, I didn't even vote for you or something. Like, oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 And I thought it was interesting too, how Caleb was like wanting to quit the rodeo after he had that accident. Mm. I think it was season 14. And was like afraid because he's like, I'm a dad now. I have to be serious. Mm. Da, 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 da. Mm. Um, and Tim was like, no, like, what are you talking about? You can still work for me and still run the rodeo school. I need you here. Which I think was really empower- important and powerful. Yeah. 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 Okay. So moving on, question three for you, or maybe more of a topic. I guess let's dive into his romantic relationships. And that <laughs> list is kind of long. So maybe we'll just kind of go one by one, maybe. Yeah. Like, for what? sure. Yeah. Um, I guess we can start with Marion. Mm. Over- the overarching theme I've seen. Uh, Tim is that all of his relationships, all of the women have been very independent and very strong. And that's kind of fun to think about. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Miranda. I'm going to throw that out there now. So she might be the exception to the rule, Mm -hmm. but maybe that's why she didn't work out and why I dislike her so much is because she wasn't really as, Yeah, I mean, she was, I don't want to, I don't want to say that. I don't want to. She was troubled. It's not true true because she did raise a whole ass kid by herself. (laughs) Like, Like she did the thing. But there was a there was a vulnerable side to her that I think um, stands out from the rest of them. But the overarching theme I've seen is that they've all been very independent and very like strong women, yeah. and I think he needs that because he himself yeah. is not as strong as yeah. he wants people to think he is. Yeah. Uh, um, I was thinking when I was going through the topics we could talk about, like, uh, you know, obviously. 
Marion dies in episode one, but just to kind of go back to that kind of redemption arc, like what what a different story it would have been if Marion would have still been alive and Tim would have gone back to their lives and be like, hey, like I want to be part of my daughter's lives. Like that would have really been interesting to see because we know that Jack was, you know, mad at him and I guess Marion was as well, but like what would have been her strategy to kind of um, meet in the middle with Tim to kind of be like, okay, you want to be around? Like, whatever, like, you can have the relationship with Amy and Lou, but, like, would she have been like, I'm not interested? Or would she have been like, okay, maybe there's still something there. Like, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about... Like, what could have happened if Marion was still alive back in season one? Honest? Oh, wow. I have a question about that. So the letters that they found in season one mm. were written, like, what, about eight years prior? Like, I don't think it was the full 10 years, but he wrote the letter to be like, I miss you and I want to come back. That that whole thing. As far as we know, that was the last time he reached out to Marion, right? Mm, yeah, probably. I my memory is a little hazy about that like I'm, details i think so i think so yeah so my counter question is would he have even been able to come back had marion not died that's true especially because mm. we were talking about how these are all strong independent women who you know see their worth and know the worth she was probably like no i'm good yeah and at that point, was she not as low-key involved with Victor? Yeah, because that was something I thought about as well. Like, was she even, like, interested in, like, did she ever reply to those letters? Or did she ever pick up a phone? Or, like, I can't remember. Yeah, so maybe she wasn't interested um, in having him there anymore. But and she was only briefly involved with Victor. Um if I'm remembering yeah. correctly, season two, they were talking about like, oh, healing Pegasus together. But at one point he says, oh, but he said, she said that her heart belonged to another. Yes, um, I just remembered that. You're right. So like they had a fling, but like her heart was still with Tim. So there is a possibility. Yeah, like I'm sure like if she would have been alive back when Tim came back, she would have wouldn't it be like, oh, you came back, like, let's get back together. No way. But no, she no. probably would have been a little bit like, okay, I want to, like, go yeah. through some things with you to kind of see if that chapter is closed or if, you know, this is a better time and place or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But didn't he come back because... Marion died? Yeah. Like, he, I, I would, yeah. is the assumption that he had not even been living near calgary mm. near hudson in alberta yeah. at all up until then so like i just don't know if he would yeah. have tried to come back mm. i see what you're saying yeah, yeah. because like, the only reason he came back was because she died like would she have ever, would he have ever tried to come back had she not died is what yeah because um, yeah for yeah. him for, for him to come back it needed Lou to come back because of Marion died for Lou to reach out to Tim and you know it's you know so many steps yeah. before he even came back and yeah you know. 
And I think in a way that was almost him being respectful because they did tell him to go away. Mm. So it would have been a little, it would have been disrespectful had he kept trying, you know what I mean, at that point. So I get why he was stayed away. If she was still alive and he decided to come back, it would have had to have been after Amy was already an adult. Yeah. How did Lou find him? Like, did they just always have his number and just, like, knew it was there? Or, because, like, she always, because he goes, oh, because when they were driving in the, the first episode, when Lou is driving Amy to school, she goes, oh, was dad at the funeral? Um, and then he, go, and she goes, oh, he should have been, um, you know, I used to think to about what something. I wanted, dad, da, 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 and he goes, yeah. uh, and, um, Lou says something along the lines of like, oh, he wanted to be. And Amy's like, you called him? And it's just like, it makes it seem like they had his, like she had a way of getting in touch with him the whole time um, and just didn't. Yeah. So like, you know, and then she's like, I always wondered what it was like to have a dad. Now I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just makes me feel like, okay, maybe, maybe that's also the kick that they needed to reach out to I wonder if because when Lou left Hudson and moved to New York I wonder if she was like okay I'm leaving that part of my family behind but I'm gonna look up my dad and just kind of make sure that I have this like connection to him if I need it at some point Mm -hmm. because Tim has always kind of been team Lou (laughs) so I feel like maybe there could have been an opening for that. I don't know if they would have actively kept in touch at that point, but just to kind of be like, hey, I'm moving away to New York. Like, this is what's happening in my life. And I just wanted to let you know. Or, Yeah. Yeah. We need a prequel series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. prequel series. Literally. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. So who is next? Callie, I believe, is technically Callie. his first girlfriend. Yeah, it always looked like she was about to cry. <laughs> Honestly, it was so short-lived that it's not even worth talking about, to be honest. No, but I have a couple of thoughts about it. Okay, go for it. Well, first of all, I think it was nice that, um, because this is something I kind of wanted to see happen with Jessica. I know it's like years later, but when Amy found out that Tim was involved with Callie or interested or they were going out uh they had this conversation like okay so like is this weird and like like how do you feel about this and like I love that they included that because I felt like even though they were only slowly uh you know we really didn't know Tim then yeah it was they were only slowly building up that uh, relationship again he felt like it was important for him to kind of talk about that to her so yeah. And to, like, make sure that Amy understood, you know, it's been a really long time since I was with your mom. And I know it doesn't feel yeah. like it for you, but for me, it's been a while. Again, but the accountability. He's not a yeah. narcissist. <laughs> like, he's not yeah. a narcissist. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a lot of things, but he's not a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But then, <laughs> um, what, the way things ended, Callie, it was kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. But I did like the storyline with, like, when Tim got hurt and she was there and the bell yeah. and everything but i yeah. i feel a little bad for callie for oh god you yes. know getting kind of involved with that strange situation and tim's like yeah. inability to kind of know what to do in a relationship because maybe 
he hasn't really had a good relationship in the past like I know he was marrying but even that was like yeah like on and off his first really solid relationship with Kate was Casey (laughs) yeah Yeah. for real though so after Callie it was Janice yeah oh I think I hate her the most. I'm trying to say, is it Janice or is it Miranda that I hate the most? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was rough time to oh, kind of, God. you know. I definitely hate Miranda more. Um, really? Okay. I don't really hate Janice in the way that I hate them together. Okay, that's a good point. I don't yeah, hate Janice because sure. she's one of those, again, very strong-willed, independent women who yeah. knows what she wants. Um, and gotta like support the ladies who do but at the same time they were just so wrong for each other like like it just their philosophies about horses and like the way that she was kind of like spitting on how Amy worked with the horses it just like it just it didn't work it didn't work she always she always shit on the family like constantly yeah even even with Lou and the dude ranch and like she yep. just she didn't get it. She did not get family. No. I think. I think that's the thing. Like she did not get family. Um yeah. and she wanted her own family. She didn't want to be in the yeah. Bartlett Fleming family. She wanted yeah. her own family, which is fine. That can yeah. be really intimidating entering into a huge family like that. Like yeah. um I have Especially a huge when family. They don't like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like I have a huge family. Like I have cousins and we're all really close. And it's intimidating entering into our family. It is absolutely i think that's why only one of us is married no two but i think like with tim like even though he's kind of yeah like he's trying to way find his way back into the family so it would have been bad if he would have been like okay i'm gonna choose janice at this point and just like because she didn't throw away all the work i've yeah she wanted her own family. And I love that in the end, that's what she got. She did yeah. get married. She had a baby and she is still caring about her horses. It just wasn't going to work out with him. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So I have so many issues with Miranda. Oh my God. I think my main issue I have with Miranda is that she put all the trouble into want having her son meet her father, then putting all the trouble into getting her son away from his father. And like... Within like five episodes, one eighties, yeah, constantly, constantly. Like, make up your mind, honestly, yeah, and just like, I'm so tired of fighting with you, bitch. <laughs> like <laughs> you started this. Calm oh. down. Talk to him. Like, just immediately assuming the worst, which is fair. I mean, we don't know yeah. what he did when they were together in Fort St. John. Like, we don't know, but yeah. like. Girl. Yeah, but then dropping into Tim's life just kind of like unannounced, like that's I don't know. It's just kind of the the starting point was just like wrong for that, and I feel sorry for Shane kind of getting in the middle of that. Like, sure he has a right to his dad, but it, I don't know the circumstances were a little too explosive. I just, I found myself constantly agreeing with Tim when problems in their relationship arose. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I don't get why she's doing this. I don't get why she's mad. I don't. Yeah. I I don't get it. (laughs) That was just me. I was like, I couldn't wait for that character to leave. And I I did, it had nothing to do with Shane, but I was like, she was just, drove me nuts. 
constantly running scared, you know, like mm-hmm. it seems like. And I think that's kind of why, like, she is a very strong person. Like she raised her kid and she mm-hmm. did it well. And she obviously put him first, which makes her, she's an incredible person. But yeah. I think there was this like, almost like needy side of her that I think didn't work. And I think she was expecting she was expecting Tim to be like this very clean cut gentlemanly guy, which he just isn't, you know, <laughs> like he's Tim. He's yeah. kind of a jerk. And it does make me wonder, because didn't she have like a history with alcohol or something? And yeah. And like w- the circumstances they met under, like if they would have um, clicked, if it wasn't for that kind of um, thing to bond them together, like. It was definitely kind of, I think, a toxic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they just altogether weren't good for one another. Yeah. And they wanted to make it work. But I think, like... You can't force that. If if it doesn't work, like, even for a kid, like, even if you have a kid together, like, it's okay, like, if you're not together. You can still have some kind of relationship, you know, around that, you know, having a kid. But just... And they're constantly trying to put blame on one another for something not working when in truth it just was the both of them yeah Yeah. that's fair yep um oh gosh so what just but they also didn't really write miranda that well too oh my god it was bad it was so bad i some of the delivery of her lines i cringe like yeah yep yep what do you want shane i'm like Oh my God. you already know what he wants like we know what he wants like, i can tell you what he you wants you don't need to be i'm like first of all you're screaming at a horse who's right there so that's a bad bad thing to do and also just like escalation you don't need to do that like she's oh very she was God. a very angry person i found she was a very emotional one yeah and it's mm-hmm. like i felt like they like tim and miranda didn't work because they were almost too alike in the way that yes. they had their own trauma that they weren't dealing with outside of the relationship, but they brought their trauma to the relationship. And they were- I think you just nailed it. Their past experiences, they were projecting onto each other yeah. and they're like, well, this happened, so you must be doing this again. Or you did this once, so you must be like, crap like that, right? So I was just like, they were just like the absolute worst. I'm starting to believe now even worse than Janice. So, oh yeah, for um, sure. For sure. Yeah. But then comes Casey. Oh my god, she was so pretty. (laughs) Oh my gosh, how long were they together for? So what, season 8, she comes in, so Mm 9, 10, and her last season was, well, she did an episode in 12, I believe, it was 13. No, it was 12. No, it was 13. I think it was 13, are you sure? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Looking up the episodes. (laughs) But anyway, she comes in in season 8, and... Uh, to at th- uh, that point, that was his most stable, um, mm-hmm. healthy relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love that she was like not afraid to say when he was being yeah. a jerk or acting weirdly, and like whenever he was um, keeping something from her, she was like, "Just tell me, like, what's going on? Like, be honest." And I. I love that she wasn't like, okay, like, fine, whatever, be on one yeah. of your moods. Like, I love that she did that, but she was never like mean about it. She was very, 
empathetic and gentle yeah kind and she was so understanding and we come to learn that's because of her her past relationships like it's not her first rodeo in more ways than <laughs> <laughs> she, was just, she was just empathetic and she listened and it was something that tim needed i they kind of balanced out each other yeah and the family loved her like immediately yeah. like oh my god she's the best yeah even Lou, and that, that takes a lot to please her, so it was like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And you were right. It was season 13, episode 8, is when a former Flame of Tim's returned to Hudson. And right. And was okay. to together a rodeo. So it's only been two seasons, and then literally... So she's... They have... They technically break up in season 11, though. Am I correct? Because she wasn't... In- yes. They do for a minute mm, because yeah, well. The- of health issues, hard up. When did they actually break up? That I'm trying to think. No, but well, they did have a breakup before then. But the um, Tim was supposed to propose to her, but then he was like, "Nah, oh, I'm we not never gonna saw do- that." Oh, yeah. twelve! Oh yeah. my god! Right. So she wasn't in it, but it was implied that they were still together at that point. But then it's just we know. never saw the potential engagement or the breakup, the actual breakup. Okay, right, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. So it he was. Yeah, he was really serious with her, and you yeah. know, I, I felt but like they did break up before then, didn't they? Break up in season nine for a little bit. Was it nine? Was it? 11? <laughs> I thought it was eleven. When Tim gets sick, I thought he tries. He broke up. He tries to break up with her or something, right? But doesn't don't they break up before then too? Like briefly. When did they break up? When did they? Well, I don't even remember when they actually got together because she comes in in season eight, but it takes them a minute to actually mm-hmm. get together. If I'm correct. Oh, gosh. I could be uh, I could be completely lying about that. Too. But it's also his his longest relationship, including Jessica at this point. So and maybe even Marion, perhaps. So it's yeah. <laughs> it's uh they did break up though. I know that for sure before the breakup breakup. <laughs> but I love that when they met, it was like really natural for them to kind of. <laughs> and he was just like, oh my god, this woman, and he kept like, you know, driving, yeah. Like, yeah, like that just tells it all. Yeah. It's almost like what I think happened with Casey is that Tim needs a strong, independent woman, but he also needs someone who's going to be there for him when he's not strong and independent. When he's feeling down, yeah. uh, he needs someone to take care of him. Yeah. And I don't I think, think Casey, Casey could. was so broken. Yeah, she was so broken from everything that sh- had happened to her and the death yeah. and everything that she didn't have it in her at that point. No. And I also think she kind of just expected, not like expected, but like she kind of picked herself up from with her yeah. own bootstraps that she didn't really know how to help someone else because yeah. that was her norm was to just continue yeah. on. And she yeah. didn't know how to put herself in shoes of someone else who doesn't, who can't just automatically do that. Yeah. I think really the end of it is something um, that I don't like how the writers ended Tim and Casey. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. I think, um, as you kind of said it well, that like after all that time, I think we deserve to see why the engagement didn't happen and why she turned him down. Like, I think, because wasn't it that he just came back in yeah. the season finale and was like, oh, it didn't work. And that, like, he was with Lou and they just, like, rode off in the sunset and, like, that was it. I wish I could or maybe Amy. what episode. I Like, it. I don't, 12 is, like, the season I know the least and that's what that happened. So I mm-hmm. couldn't even tell you when that. And, like, for me, like, then when Casey comes back in season 13, it was, like, 
it's nice to know she's doing okay, but it was kind of like, oh. ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was just kind of like a, a stab in the back after a whole year. Actually, at that point, it would have been like a year and a half of them not being together. Yeah, something um, like that. It was just kind of like I don't know. It was just kind of like a like a stab in the heart to the character, maybe even because it's yeah. like poor yeah. him. Like it, it, that was a relationship that ended not because they didn't love each other or whatever, but just for it just didn't work out for other reasons. So, yeah. yeah, I wish we had seen that. Yeah, but then comes Jessica in season fourteen. I think episode five. Episode five. And, yeah, I was prepared to hate her. I was prepared to think that this was the dumbest idea. Lose ex boss. I was wrong. Mm. I humbly admit I was wrong. Um, I adore them. Sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Did we know that she was going to be a love interest? Oh God. Did I? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I don't think so. She was in yeah. the preview, and that's the first time we saw her character was in the preview, but there wasn't any implication that that was a love interest. No, there mm-hmm. was, there was, there was. In the season 14 preview, there's a picture oh. of two women each other. Oh my god, I'm so I'm so smart. I, yeah, we didn't kind of know. What Was there um, a clip in the teaser, like, where they're sitting by the bond, like, when they're doing the skating thing? And yeah, like, like I, I, oh, yeah, okay, so yeah, okay, we did, okay, yes, I'm remembering yeah. it. Okay. I, I, um, I'm trying to think too, and it's like, I, yeah, I yeah. don't know, but I guess we must have suspected that at least, but I don't yeah. think we knew who she was, um, yeah, that's fair, and I don't think any of us expected her to last, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, okay. you're like, yeah. oh, good, another love interest for Tim. Bring, yeah. I think at that point, I was still like, bring back Casey, are you kidding me? Yeah, um, and now I'm like, no, yeah. Jessica yeah. is so good for him. Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, I loved him with Casey, but then it was like, I can't resist Jessica. But yeah. like I was like, oh, okay, fine, I like them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and just something about how Tim was trying to like emulate what she did after she got her cancer. She kind of like gave up the you know, the stuff in life that didn't matter to her and started pursuing what she loved. And that was what Tim was trying to do. Um, yeah. But he kind of went about it sporadically and like got all, got rid of all of his possessions, moved into the house, was like sayonara and wasn't actually happy with all of it. And so like meeting Jessica, I think showed him, oh, that's maybe what I was looking for. Mm. More so than having less is more like, just doing what I want and pursuing happiness, which living you know, in the moment he, kind of thing. Yeah, which wasn't necessarily for him getting rid of all of his stuff and 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 just living with little. It was more like living with only what was what was important, right. and that's what I think he missed and what Jessica showed him how to do. Kind of like living with more intention, like yeah. to. And then he traveled the world and like got married in Peru which is crazy because when they go back to Mongolia in season 11 he's like oh my god no one speaks English he's like he sounds like an American in that episode yeah he's like why does anyone speak English he sucks this sucks and like he's the worst traveler like that is like yeah like 
Tim, how much time did you how much how much time did you spend in my country before you went back to Alberta? (laughs) It's not it doesn't look good on you. It doesn't look good on you. Um and then he's like, Oh my god, we went and did all of this crazy stuff. Like we camped out and we got married on a mountain and we had tea and I wore these clothes and ate this food and we traveled. And I was like, What? Tim, who? You were like so pissed off to be in a third world country like three years ago. Um and again, that character arc, the fact that he has changed, I can't, I cannot get behind an idea that he has constantly been this stagnant character because he absolutely has not. Yeah. Like to think, uh, like if you would put, put uh, like a clip from season one or like season two, maybe more like, because he started to show more of his character, um, next to season 15 clip, like completely different completely different and like not just looks wise either yeah (laughs) Mm. no exactly and you know I think people like to say that he's selfish but I think that's because like out of all of the characters there he's the one that's like most honest when he's being selfish like he's he's very upfront when he's being selfish but the thing is is like who isn't selfish you can't be honest (laughs) yeah like there people are selfish all the time it's a part of human nature and like the the idea of hating him it kind of brings me back to that quote of like the things you hate in others are the things you hate in yourself Mm. um and I think that could be true maybe in this point where it's like we hate to see someone just being human and making mistakes um we hate to see someone being selfish and acting irrationally or impulsively because we know that that's something that we might do sometimes too and seeing the consequences that follow Yeah. yeah and I was just thinking like it's so like his character to make kind of I don't know not rash decisions but like quick uh, Mm -hmm. choices or stuff like that and it's like I know for me that's like really difficult Mm -hmm. so maybe in a way I'm like jealous that he can just do it and he's like this Teflon Tim like you know and I'm like I could never do that like take so much planning to do anything really to leave my house yeah and he's like oh i just sold big river like no big deal like like, i just bought big river and i sold it oh my god when he when they got back from getting married in season 15 episode when they're sitting at the table and lisa's like you had a ceremony and he word for word says yeah laid back (laughs) right tim who what do you mean oh tim is not laid back i was like do you you have an anesthesiologist there with you that just like you know (laughs) it's the different kind of air i guess yeah the the (laughs) The altitude yeah yeah okay oh my god but i i love jessica for tim because she's kind of i think she's a lot of the really good things we've seen in previous partners yeah but she's also very different. She's not just a horsewoman. Yeah. She's not just um, a mom or a, a uh, business owner. Yeah. Or she's just she's so multifaceted and she's so smart. Yeah. Like she's brilliant, and she yeah. just she is so confident in herself. Um, I think in ways that the other ladies also have been. But she also has that moment where she can take care of Tim. And she kind of gives him shit for it. Like, there's a couple yeah. times where she'll be like, okay, like, dumbass, why did you go and join the yeah. um, logging competition, the lumberjack competition? This is a dumb idea. But yeah. then afterwards, she's like, okay, go take a bath. By the way, Tim, 
or Chris Carter or whoever wrote that line, I am 26 years old and I take baths with Epsom salts on the regular. You are <laughs> so like step off with the whole, what am I 86 years old to have an Epsom salt bath? Bro, you do not know what you are missing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but that's nope. what, why uh, he needs Jessica to kind of take yeah. him out of the comfort zone and all these like similar mm-hmm. patterns that he repeats in some ways. And he's like, evolving through her world or something but he but she's also really trying to understand him because Mm -hmm. with their whole wedding and she was like i don't want a big ceremony i don't want a big ceremony and then jack was kind of like no he's doing this because he wants you to be part of the family and to introduce you to the family and he wants he wants it to be blended and she kind of like she took that really well and kind of realized oh this is important to him for this reason and i I'm okay with that. Like I yeah. want, I'm I'm going to accept that because even though it wasn't necessarily what she wanted, she realized it was important to him. And I think that's really good in partners to have that compromise, you know, like yeah. have like, oh, I realize this is important. And although it wasn't necessarily my first choice, the reasoning behind it is important to me. the person that I'm marrying, where I'm married to. Um, so yeah, we'll do it. We'll make yeah. it happen. What what did you think about? the wedding overall and like the horse gift and i mean i'm such a sucker for like those like you see them on youtube or tiktok every now and again like little girls get gifted horses that like oh we told them that he was sold or like just surprising them and they always make me cry um because it's just so sweet and so like that scene with jessica being gifted the horse is just like it's my favorite I mean, yeah. lifelong horse lover, <laughs> just like the horse girl in me is just like, oh, you know, just <laughs> loving it. Um, I thought that was really sweet. I thought it was, it was great. And it's great that he was like looking at her pictures. She didn't have to say outright that she loved him. She was kind of like taking a lot of pictures of him and she was just admiring him and, and like, he was looking at her pictures and watching her while she was taking photos. He was observing her and like, in a way that like he didn't he knew her without having to be told which i think is also really indicative of how much he's changed he's not just like bulldozing ahead you know he's he was watching and learning and like this is something i think is a good idea um and nailed it so um that whole wedding scene i thought was really cute um side note this is not about Amy, obviously, but like, I do kind of wish that they'd maybe played a little bit into her emotions with like being at another wedding. Um, yeah. That Thank would have been kind you. of <laughs> like, Thank you. Like, what the it hell? Like, it's just so soon. And like, that, that might have been something to, to go off of. Um, and maybe bring into like seeing Grady a couple episodes later and like kind of tying that all in. Um, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, basically. But um, I also do, on a side. Oh, do, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I do wonder if there's like deleted scenes somewhere where Amy's kind of mm. like, hmm, and Tim's like, you okay? And she's like, oh, it's just, you know, yeah. wedding. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I'm at least glad that they put in the moment of Amy kind of like leaning on Caleb and being sad. Yeah. And the yeah, morons are like, oh my god, they're going to be together now. It's like, no, they're missing. They're missing their best friend. Go away. Literally. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, but then also the nonsense with Jade being like, I'm a stranger. I've missed out. Why does every every single woman on 
heartland doesn't have to be like like yeah. that doesn't have to be their only goal like yeah. i hope i hope that if jade comes back and she and tim talk and she kind of says that to him he's going to be like no what the hell go out and do your thing are you kidding like <sighs> yeah like that, you got time to do like all of that like all of that. later on if you want to but like I wish that conversation had been with Tim and, and not with Caleb. Yeah. Caleb, I think it was. And like Jade and Jessica have never met and Jade and Tim have such a close relationship. You'd think that may even be have been the first introduction. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Too little Jade overall last season. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we... I guess this is such a loaded question, but what could or do we wish we could see with his character um, that they would explore more? And for me, that's his background. Yeah, absolutely. Like, where are the other grandparents? Begin? Like, <laughs> where are the other grandparents? Do like, we even where? know anything about them? Does, does Tim have siblings? Does he have parents that are alive? Does, like... Because Amy and Luke could have, like, an aunt or an uncle somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same with no. Marion. Well, well oh, Marion was an only child, but you know what I mean? Like, we don't yeah. know anything. We don't know anything else. Yeah. So, that's And, like, I would love to know more about Tim's background. Agreed. Absolutely. I just, like, where did he grow up? Like, where did he get into rodeo? Why did he get into rodeo? Was um, he always, like, a ranch kid? Or was that just yeah. something that he kind of... Was he Where like Amber he get... grew up in the city and then moved out to the country? Like, yeah. yeah. Did was he? Where does he get his humor from? Where does he get his personality from? Like, is it his mm -hmm. mother? Is it his father? We don't know because we've never met either of them. Yeah. And they're quite probable that, with age wise, that they are deceased. But there's a good chance that they're not. In the yeah. Era, so. Does he have a good relationship with his dad? And is that why he had a? you know, troubled relationship with Jack or, you know, did he know his dad growing up? Like, what, where does he come from? And does yeah. he have siblings? Like, yeah. does everyone in this, is everyone else in this family an only child? Yeah. Like, like I could uh, see him having, like, uh, older brothers that he needs to kind of compete with. Like, no, I want attention ooh, and, like, he's I'm the youngest. A, yeah. And he's if like, if they ooh. brought in a brother for him, I, yeah. I, I, ooh. ooh. An older brother. older brother. Yeah, yeah. And he turns into this like strange version of Tim kind of right. going back to him being a kid again in the presence of his brother because okay. they have never like interacted. Heartland during... writers, come on. Yeah. Okay, I know you listen to this podcast. Do it. <laughs> you can do this. Okay, but here, okay, to add on to this imaginary storyline, would we want them to have a close relationship or? Are they, I mean, I assume they would come in estranged. That's how it works on the show. But in my mind, they're close and they haven't seen each other for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And he, um, yeah. I can just see a scene with the older brother coming in and taking yes. him under his, uh, you know, arm yeah. and be like, oh, what's up, little brother? And he's like, yeah. And expecting Tim to like kind of respond yeah. in a way that he might have like season one and being like, you know, like big yeah. man kind of trying to bully him back and then being totally blown away by the fact that Tim's like, stop. Yeah. And ja <laughs> like, Jack, Jack's like, what's going on with this? <laughs> dynamic and like, like jack yes. would obviously have to know this person because i just feel like they were 
family at one point you'd think they would know each other's family yeah. so if Kim had a relative come back it would only make sense that Jack would know them does that yeah, mean unless like they had a really bad relationship and never fair. saw Tim's side of the family. that's a fair point yeah, which like, I honestly for the show you know that's how they would bring a character like that in like let's be yeah. real do you remember if they've ever talked about Tim and Marion's wedding like was there any family from Tim's side there like was it really small did they co go to like um, the only uh, time I've heard Tim talk about the wedding to Marion was when he was talking to Mitch and was like oh, I wasn't afraid to marry her I was just afraid of fucking up my vows <laughs> like, yeah because <laughs> I'm thinking that there was talk about but I'm, I'm recalling that it's Jack and Lindy not Tim and Marion so I don't think we actually know anything about their, the wedding on the show yeah mm -hmm. so I wonder if you know his family wasn't there maybe Jack was like do you need a best man or like whatever yeah. that's interesting i would love to know more i would also i think this is sort of related to your question but i think if i could change one thing it would be amy not necessarily having to comfort tim after meeting up with grady like i wish that had been a role reversal yeah. i wish tim had stepped in and been more of the dad and let amy be angry and rage and then be like maybe you need to like take a step back and, and, and think about it. Like, I know we needed it for having Tim do a join up with Champ, but I think there was a better way to do that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so I, many better ways. I just, I wish that had been reversed. I think that would have been a really, really excellent way to see his character changing. And I think that might also be where some people are like, he's never changed. He's still going out and punching people. Mm. Well, in that respect, yeah, they, they're right, because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what happened. Um, but it didn't need to happen like that. Like, it just, yeah. it didn't need to. And I think it would have worked with the other way around as well, because as we've talked about, Tim has these moments, like, with Jade and all that, like, he shows, like, no, he can be, like, this empathetic yeah. person and a shoulder to lean on and just, like, give room for someone else's feelings, like yeah agreed yeah. yeah okay so give us like okay this might be hard for you to narrow down nina but give us like your top five favorite tim moments <laughs> oh my god okay oh boy um i'm trying to think myself and i'm like it's I impossible know. to choose why did yeah, i ask you so many. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um one of my favorites i think has to be Caleb and Tim in season three um, yeah. in the cabin at the dude ranch. I think that's a really, really good one. Um, I think my favorite one, if I have to pick a favorite, I'm going to jump back and forth because this is just how they're coming to me. My favorite is uh, Tim and Logan at the endurance race. Interesting. Okay. I think that is because I think that really, to me, sums up how much he's changed and how much he's absorbed the fact that like he You're has right. to be upfront about this and he has to like, he also wants to help. Yeah. Yeah, like him being so honest about everything that he's done in the past. That's that's incredible. That's huge growth. I never even thought of it until you brought it up. So that's a very good point. Yeah. 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 Um, the maternity belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like how he's like getting up. He's like sitting down. He's like, oh, listen, Jack, oh, you're God. overthinking this. Like, just oh. you know, like acting <laughs> like. This is a whole zen because he has like the 50 pound weight on his belly. Um, that's so funny. Um, and oh boy. 
uh, I do really love his join up with Champ. Um, yeah. I thought that was really sweet. I mm-hmm. thought that was great. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like a scene with Georgie that I really like for the two of them together. I, I liked when he was giving her driving lessons. And it was like, ah, there was a name. Yeah, that's <laughs> scary. <laughs> and she was like, oh, come on. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, another one um, is when they try to get the skunk out of the dude ranch cabin. And he goes, I saved, I saved oh, us like God. $300 that I didn't have to call the exterminator. And then she's like, and then he goes, $300 for the duvet? <laughs> <laughs> I am totally, like, that is such a moment of, like, duh. Because I've totally done something like that. <clears throat> where I thought I was making things easier. And that just totally made it. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, it, it was written in the episode kind of like comic relief. But I, I know yeah. something like, something so simple, but that it just... Just you know. yeah. yeah and then yeah um okay so what did i say caleb and tim uh, um, so you have logan and tim you have the empathy belly and then you have the one that you just mentioned so three going so far no four because i also caleb and uh tim and oh you have the Caleb one right okay oh boy okay Man. Mm. like i i just keep thinking like moments like when caleb's whistling and he's tim's like really annoyed and like so many like mm-hmm. when Caleb's like we need tools and Tim's like oh I'll do it and then he gets like oh man we need tools and Caleb's like oh <laughs> what a thought <laughs> yeah um <laughs> oh my gosh um also when he shows up with like the big uh tractor trailer to get all the horses off of the property yeah that's a good one that was a good one um oh man yeah i also thought it was this isn't really a favorite moment of mine but i just think it's i just it just always makes me kind of laugh when he's like freaking out about amy being in labor and he's like i'm here we're here we're doing it and he's like we're doing this we're doing this and then as soon as she's like in active labor he's like "Uh, uh, uh," like, has to leave (laughs) and then like everyone's like good job tim good job tim sir he did nothing (laughs) he breathed Oh my god, yeah. There's so um, many. Yeah. Like to think the show without him, it's just like it doesn't work. Yeah. Exactly. Like you guys, like so many people love to hate him, but it's like they're truthfully, would there be any comedic relief without him? No. At this and point. Would there be Very some little. really heartfelt moments mm-hmm. without him? And I think, and think so. that um him being bully and also soft and then this comedic relief also works like when he's being uh, emotional or vulnerable it's like it hits harder because of those reasons he's a really multi-dimensional person yeah Yeah, and maybe that's where people have an issue with him because he's not cut and dry he's not straightforward he's not just tim the cowboy or the dad he's flawed and he's human and he's impulsive and he's really sweet but he's also quick to judge sometimes and he's Mm -hmm. also sometimes he's selfish and sometimes he really puts everyone else first and you can't really track him but then again like I think that just makes him really real and really human yeah and I think that's what Chris brings to the character because there's really no one who could 
ever play the character of Tim Fleming but Chris Potter because no, absolutely. It, part of it's Chris because any agree. conversation I've ever had with the man in person he is so funny I'm like no wonder like yeah he's just such a wonderful human and he's very talented that he really brings life to this phenomenal character yeah can and I it, backtrack and add another of my favorite of moments of course yeah when Tim goes, I'm going to build a wall. Oh, God. <laughs> and Lisa's face, she's like, a wall? And this is what, like, tw- this is like when the mention of walls was like a political statement. Yeah. So, oh, like, yes. Oh, that was definitely for, the, that was definitely for the Americans watching. I will build a wall. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, such an idiot. Such an no, idiot. No, but it was hilarious. It was oh. definitely a jab at the political climate at the time, and I oh, loved it. Sure. And I was like, yes, good. You you do that because we deserved it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tim, once again, showing that he might be a little bit of an American. Hmm? <laughs> maybe his parents are American. Maybe, he, maybe he's American, and he yeah. left the country. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. It would make sense. It but, makes sense. But to go back to know. Chris's like sorry, um, yeah, portrayal. I wanted to add uh, that uh, from what I've heard, he also outlips a lot of things, and he's like, I don't know that this feels like what Tim would do or say, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, that was. <laughs> Let's keep it. Yeah. So (laughs) it would be interesting to know what would be left out if Chris wouldn't have kind of given those ideas. And I'd love to interview him. I got questions for the man. Oh my God. That would be. Surprise, he's here. (laughs) And welcome to the stage, (laughs) Chris Potter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well you got Aiden on so you might be able to get Chris next I, I'll, I'll think the good thoughts oh my god huh? we can dream we can dream yeah yeah but I, I agree I think he brings something to Heartland he brings I don't even want to say a common enemy but he brings a common humanity to everybody and he brings yeah. he brings conflict he brings resolution he brings comedic relief um he brings heart and he brings just so many aspects to Heartland that I think without him um, absolutely would have just changed the show completely. And I think, yeah, he was really kind of a jerk the first few seasons, but I think slowly as time went on, um, and especially recently, we've seen a lot of change in him, and I'm glad, and I think it's meant a lot. Yeah, yeah. I know I've said this before, but like when the show ends, whenever that is, I feel like for me... To kind of imagine those like last days on set, it's gonna be hard to be like imagining Chris and Sean being like, "Yeah, well, it's been fun, you know." Like, see you later. Like, I just imagine that those two have really uh, interesting relationship because it's comedy, it's drama, it's like playing off of each other's emotions. Just like for me, that's gonna be hardest to imagine. And sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> to give you this thought, but I can't just live it with. No, it's uh, bad no. because I think about it all the time. And somebody says it out loud. I'm like, are you reading my mind right now? Like, yeah. you can't. Oh my God. I'm scared. I when the show ends, I will scared. Yeah, like I'm in scared. any of the background, like any of the, the um, behind the scenes stuff that comes out, because you know, there's going to be a ton of it. There might, yeah. I would be, you know how Shit's Creek had a kind of like behind the scenes documentary afterwards. Oh my I hope God. they do that. I hope they do that. And I would just stop through the whole thing. Oh, God. If they do a last table read like they did with Schitt's Creek, I cannot take accountability for the actions that will happen after. Oh I'll, I'll be like, I won't be coming to work for a week. It's like, there's no drought no anymore because my tears have filled the room. And so. you know Chris will cry. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he's okay. like... Uh, you know, everyone's like, he's this oh. tough guy and whatever, but like, come on, like, whenever yeah, okay. he talks about his co stars, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. Exactly. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on again, guys. It's <laughs> 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 emotional turmoil. <laughs> I love it. No, but um, kind of in the same vein, like, what do you think we'll see happening with Tim when the show ends? Like, what, what do you think he'll be? Ooh. Like, is he I, at Heartland? I can see him hitting or... the road again. I yeah, can see him hitting too. the road again with I Jessica. I was going to say that. I was going to yeah. say, I think they they would ride literally ride off to the sunset together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, like, even when the show ends, they're still going to have Heartland. I could see him retiring, champ, and saying, I'll see you when yeah. I see you, and heading oh off with Jessica. Oh, my gosh. Somewhere. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I think they're going to go right to 20 at this point. So I think we have mm. a few more years, to be honest I with mean, you. I mean, I hope so. I because I still remember the the ten year contract thing they had at season ten, which goes till twenty. So, mm. I mean, I would love it if we had eighteen episodes again. Yeah, if we got fifteen, maybe next, maybe we 16, do. Yeah, season seventeen. You don't know. You've completed your probation period successfully. So, keep your nose clean and your powder dry, as they say. Uh, sure, Clint.